Okay, so let's go on because we got some more. Okay, so Usha. Usha's probably one of the main beings that hangs around. She's like her. Do you remember how she came through? Uh, it was sharp and she'd turn it off. Do you remember that? I'm remembering. When when she came, Usha came through, uh, because she's so dimensional, she could only send us short spurt transmissions. She so we stay long. She could not stay long. And we actually thought we were doing something wrong because the pain was so sharp in the beginning. It was in the head and uh, just up here, just behind the ear, but it was it was really sharp. So we thought, our human mind thought, we're doing something wrong. But then we let go of the fear and the stories that we hold and communicated and realized that Gigi had the same pain and one of the little girls had the same pain. Right. Or Richard might have the same pain. And so then we go, okay, it's when her energies coming in we all connecting okay so we're all on the right track now so we're not going crazy we're not ill let's okay move on now so we move on and start understanding so then this eases this pain eases and she can send through a little bit more information which then enabled Gigi to be able to draw her and as you can see she's pretty um she carries codes in her you can see the light oh, it's language. light codes, yes, down the front, yeah. yeah. She she assists porthole, um, she assists beings come through because when they come through, different beings have different frequencies. It can hurt them. They can be disorientated. They can come in and forget who they are too. But they have a role here. <laughs> so she brings them through and assist them but as she's bringing them through collects their codes it's like not a payoff but her she literally ushers them through into she's a galactic transporter yeah yeah mm -hmm. and the way they described it is um these portholes that she's with um they come through and they spin and then they flick so whoever's on the flick stage of the porthole, it, it is painful or it is uh, dramatic for them. So when their energies come through, they might come through and they're in a hostile or scared state when they come through. So if you come into contact with that being when they're at that, because they're having feelings too, right? So if you come into contact with that being when they're at that state, it might not be a great moment yeah. for the human experience. Yeah. That's quite interesting because I've never thought of it that way before and it gave us all an understanding to have compassion for their beingness in coming absolutely it was really it was a really um it was like a compassion compassionate oh, moment with her. and she has a lot of uh soothing feminine energies about her Asha. And she told us to go and open a portal which we did mm -hmm. do you remember that <laughs> getting up we get up at 2 or 3 a.m i know just just look at her face <laughs> and they they bake because we don't buy bread we bake bread so the girls are baking sweet buns 
and Richard's making coffee and you can see Richard, he's like, here we go. We're going on another mission. So for three days, we went and opened a porthole. She told us what mountain she wanted us on. We went and opened this porthole and it rained pretty much for the three days and then it opened up and we've got photos of it and you can see it opening up. And you see the light coming through and it was a bit like um, how you see on Raiders of the Lost Ark where you see the light coming through mm-hmm. and the lights hitting key points in in uh, our region mm-hmm. and showing us what mm-hmm. direction of the light. It was pretty amazing. And what happens after these groundings, we do these things for these beings, uh, our life becomes easier things that were on hold or not working out or stagnating seem to then flow forward more. And it's, it's, it's like we all have doing a universal integration. We're working on integration, our own multidimensional parallel lives, whatever you want to say. And the more we integrate, the more we become part of the one and you're you're doing it on a universal level. I mean, see, we go and do this. And then it's done and then you let it manifest and then it, it, it's like the, the universe understands, okay, you've done that. You can, we'll let you go on with this now. <laughs> wow. And she works in sm- small bursts because she didn't want to damage the DNA. It's obviously really, really strong energy, right? Yeah. Even channeling her now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are we getting, yeah. you're, you're feeling it now. Yeah. 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 Yeah, her back. On the back. <laughs> yeah, is that why you're on the wall? Yeah. Yeah. And we're gonna bring in a hoss. Gigi got this message through on her phone and she was not happy with it. And this is one of the things that does happen. Is you say uh, it kept coming through is I'm a reptilian, I'm a reptilian on her phone and she said mom my phone is not on why is this song i don't have this song downloaded i'm not connected why am i getting this on i i feel like i've been interfered with she -hmm. turned it off and it came back on again anyway that went which folks by the way this is a real song i looked it up and it's called i'm a reptilian i think it was from the 80s or something yeah and we had never heard of it it's not a song that we really enjoy either and um we're not we we've heard everything that we've heard about reptilians so we just sort of went you know leave us alone Mm -hmm. but then it came through with its drawing she started drawing this being and we realized that it's part of this being now what this being did is started showing uh, us percentages for each family member. I'm going. Oh, now I remember. Yeah. Okay. It was showing us the how we all have different, like the reptilian in us in our brain. Mm-hmm. And it was showing each family member how much it has in each other, and and it was uh, <laughs> we two or three of the family members have more reptilian than this reptilian being has in them and it was like a, a reassurance for us or a safety mechanism to give to us as a formula to say look uh here, here's it on the table this is what you are 
if I look over at you, this is your makeup. This is my makeup. Now can we discuss fairly? And as soon as that happened, Gigi started the colour in this being. And I, I, this, this particular being is a healing being and uh, the, this up here on on the this that moves around your body and cleans all your dna and your atoms what's on her uh the head yeah so that's a good point because most people who've been following our shows they're realizing that human bodies are all hybrids and combinations that's one of the whole points of this game is for integration to have and I've noticed, again, you can't be generally stereotyped, but I love like trying to figure out the different frequencies in people. Because if someone has even a couple more percentage of, say, reptilian or certain things, um, they'll tend to be more straightforward, more aggressive, more no nonsense, <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah. you know, if someone's like a mammal, you know, mostly like mammal, <laughs> they're gonna not get like they're gonna be naive and they're not gonna really get like how can you think like that you know and then you got the insectoid stuff you have a a huge combination of different things the carrions and the lichens and the felines and um it's just an interesting way of studying a persona and a personality and how they express themselves right yeah definitely did you find that Gigi? Yeah. Well, the the main Just, word they brought up was um, all eyes. All eyes. Mm. But then all eyes meant allies as well. And mm. I was like, oh, they just get me every time. <laughs> like all eyes and allies. And I went, wow, that really is where we're heading. And I, I yes. it's a it's a positive sign. And house means door. He's a doorway to this and he's teaching us techniques on how to heal our body. And this being helped me heal my broken back. I tell people a little bit about that when you got kicked by the horse. I was leading my horse and the yielding horse went to kick my horse. And my horse reared and moved out of the way and I got the full blow yeah it was a bit messy I took two rear rear hooves in my back and I had one last breath to call one last breath to call for the kids and then that was it I was out for three months I couldn't really move my carry you over had to carry me my I couldn't cry for a few days and couldn't had trouble breathing couldn't scream and uh house and a few other beings assisted me in the healing process on how to heal all the atoms that were damaged in my body to shut and to the brain yep so to shut the brain shut the brain off shut the brain off shut the pain brain off the pain brain off okay yep. right and the conditioning and programming. So yeah. then the body can go into proper healing. Mm-hmm. So once the pain brain is turned off, the, the the body goes into 
the energy that you put into your thinking brain then can go back into the the healing of the atoms and then your your body just gets to work and the more you focus your thinking reptilian brain on the tool of healing now you're assisting not only the you're assisting your body so you're taking instead of spending all the time in fear and worrying i'm dying i'm dying i'm dying you go into taking that and go down here and 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 you have a job to do regenerate and you use it as a tool because that's what your brain is meant to be used as and he shows us that he he brings the attention to the brain and use it as a tool of the soul wow so you're basically a walking miracle. So the combination of, of hostage and assistance and what you learned from him uh, relieved the pain very quick and healed you very quick, right? Well, the pains got to a certain point and then stopped. So, But, but my fear didn't make it go bigger. And uh, the fear is what makes it go bigger. And the fear is a, is perceived. So perceived means... For the future so you're not living in your now <laughs> it's perceived right so it's again the programs in our head the stories we've been told so you turn all that off you keep the pain at this level here where the body can handle it because you can handle a certain amount of pain the body handle it and then take this section and use it as a tool to heal the body and there is no way I would be walking now. If it, besides my family helping me and assisting me through their rehabilitation of moving my legs again, there is, uh, I even with all the operations, I'm not sure if I would be walking again. Mm. The bone in my back is there still there. I can feel it all. Mm-hmm. But I am riding a horse again, so. <laughs> That's exciting. Mm. That's exciting. It's, wow. So, you got so, rebooted by the horse. Well, we called the kick the reboot. <laughs> okay, let's go to um, Atritis. Looks like a really cool being here. Looks amphibian kind of ish. He is just, I. he's one of my favorites. I find him so... Uh, Talk I, about huggable. So he comes from a planet where their one year cycle is 40 of ours. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, His home planet is dominated by water. And he came here uh, when earth was fully watered. So uh, we believe in our belief of, uh, um, I I don't, I'm going to say evolution, but it's not the right word, but the beginning of earth earth was fully covered in water and earth is actually growing she's a growing being mm-hmm. so earth was fully covered in water and it 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 came in those beginning stages when the whales were the first beings here yes and uh they showed us cell cheese which is shapeshifters to the, the Celtics, which I, I had oh, we, never heard. We call them Selkies, yeah. yeah. And uh, they showed us how they can close their ears off. Uh-huh. Um, and what else did they uh, hear? 
works so he's a water bean so it's the dna and this one came through with elsa and elsa got a mark on her spine when she got kicked by a horse was it a big triangle so two weeks before i got kicked in the spine i got two a uh, triangle mark like a perfect triangle with the measurements and stuff yeah we measured the yeah. the marking it's perfect <laughs> and then two weeks after that I got the horse kick which was a C so we had delta and then we had a C so uh yeah the universe being funny giving me a mark but um <laughs> uh the delta C means uh constant change but the other thing that delta means is uh, a mass of energy or a mass. So a delta in a river is um, where the river comes out and then goes out into the sea. Hmm. And he, that's kind of how I visualize him speaking of earth is so they've come into earth through a channel or, or a river <laughs> and now the sea is expanding on earth mm -hmm. and uh he was part of the beginning process and and maybe that's why i feel so oh like, i yes. feel so i feel so i feel so like like friendly with him or he, uh -huh. he i just feel um safe with him and i i feel that that is because if he's one of the beginning beings yes. and that's us remembering that feeling when i see him i remember that feeling I feel like his eyes see right in, in through us. Yes. Is there yes. anything else? Um, well, he, he also is a water being and he's asking, what did he ask? He well, wants us. One of your, the DNA in your water, in the water for your blood through yeah. your body. So he's uh, change. reminding us that the water in our body is connected to the sea. So we're part of the sea. So he's asking us to perform two acts at once, to create and to feel, feel and create. And if we can practice that in our daily, day-to-day -day moments, the create, the feel, the feel, the create, the create, the feel, uh, he's offering ease through that. Um, oh, that is beautiful. And what were you saying, Gigi, about the DNA? Well, he came through when just before Elsa's kicking the back from the horse. And he was asking, well, he put that mark on your back. And he's like, through the he connects through the water. So he the, the mark on my back was Delta. So he's asking your change your dna yeah uses as a shut off point so we think reboot. what happened with the reboot this is an is important done. point the dna is a really important point here so i don't want to so keep going with that with the reboot instantly my human brain when i'm doing something wrong i've done all this stuff i've done something wrong i've been taken out and that's when house came through house came through and it it wasn't it wasn't what I thought. What happened with the reboot is they shut me down for three months so that I could fully download the beings that Gigi was drawing. So I learned about healing. 
I learned about the water DNA, the feel and create. And uh, there was other beings that came through that the Mayan being, we learned um, warrior beings came through. And, but I had to be horizontal lying down, not doing human day-to-day things. They completely yeah. took me up yeah. so that I could, because I, because I couldn't do my day-to-day things and absorb them as well. Right. But Gigi right. was able to draw them so she could hold frequency with them. But for me to actually experience and go through their techniques that they could present to me, that I had to be lying down. I had to be in a lie down state. Oh, understandable. Um, you can see the house getting messier. I'm getting frustrated. I can't move. Um, the yeah. kids are having to do everything. It it was challenging because uh, you had to. I had to let go. Download. The more I download, the more I heal. The more I let go of that, my three D life, yeah. and just you went into more space in yeah. the dimensional life. There's so much with all of these, but let's go to um, Mira, the whale being. So uh, Mira being came through. And as you can see, she's uh, beautiful. And she's on the uh, front cover of our Oracle card box for good reason, because she is um, has a great message for humanity. She came through with the whale beings, in particular a sperm whale, the biggest one that they found in Australia, which was found by uh, my friend on the beach, just uh, the beach closest to us uh, back in um, September 2020. So this sperm whale um, was discovered on the beach, on a remote beach, and uh they reported it to the officials to come and find it and they didn't come and it wasn't dealt with in a in a good way at all not by the elders not by the the my friend that found the whale and and um i we didn't know that they had found a sperm whale there and probably two or three weeks earlier at that same location richard and i had done a, a grounding a clearing there but we didn't know why again not knowing but just doing so then we go and do a photo shoot at this same location and this friend was quite disturbed by the whole sperm whale experience uh, because they sat with this whale in the in beached on the and sat with this whale alive and spent much energy with it and she said I need to to speak with you and she told us the whole sperm whale story as she was telling me the story, I felt surges of energy go through me and I realized the purpose of me being there was not random, again, not random. And then we come home and Gigi's drawing already this this mirror being. And this mirror being is connected to the whale beings, the setter beings. We call them the first beings on earth. And they... Why Have do you call them Seta? Set A. Set A. But it's also connected with Set. Oh, okay. 
Okay. Yeah, so it's quite a deep one, the whole whale things. Okay. But set A yes. is the first thing. So set A on plan ET. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. plan it. Okay, got yeah. it. Yeah. So uh, the whale beings have asked us not to call them whales because whales are because of the noise they make when they're in pain. And so they ask when we're out in the ocean, they've asked us not to call them whale beings like the mermaids don't ask them to call mermaids they ask us to call them sirens because siren is a calling whereas mermaid isn't the right energy or frequency or human uh, energy that they want attached to them so they they're sometimes quite specific on what they want our frequency to stay in to call them so we call the whales set of beings the sperm whale um has uh which um, you'll see in the visuals has a huge section of their brain called junk. And we have gray matter and they're classed as nothing. Now, <laughs> I, I just don't buy that. I don't buy nothing. Everything has a reason. Everything has a purpose. There is no such thing as junk. The word original core root word meaning of junk is uh use again or new again mm -hmm. so reusability so now the word term junk is reusable mm. reused is so recycled. you're talking about the term junk being used as junk dna in yeah. that term the junk dna right yeah it's not junk dna it's new again so yes. but we have to forget the program of being told that it's junk or gray matter because gray matter means that it's misunderstood it's undecided it's not that what this being mirror is asking us to do is allow us to forget the programs time space all the, the the programs that we've been dealt over the hundreds of years so that we can allow our soul to come through and use the tool up here, new again, reuse our grey matter or reuse the junk, reuse it and actually create a tool. So you know how you hear them saying that humans only use 2% or 3% or 5% of their brain, they're saying, no, 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 no. Okay, this is how you do it. Turn the programs off. So turn the, like, come back to the thing, turn the pain off, go back into soul, come back into that gut feeling and allow your gut to navigate the tool. And that's Mira's message. And uh, I'm... I'm I'm blown away by it because it's so it, it, it's so beautiful and profound. Now we know why those kids are touching um, Gigi's belly, the gut. <laughs> yeah, because we have an enteric brain in our gut. Well, we we believe that, uh, and we've done much research on this. That um, if you're going back to say uh, the era of Macbeth, when Macbeth was being written Shakespeare. They believe that the heart was called the spleen. Hmm. Interesting. And it was called um, 
good splained are you good splained that's how they would speak back then are you good splained and you can see it in the literature they will talk about it in some of the Shakespeare plays where they'll ask if they are good splained they don't they mean are they good-hearted that's how they used to speak they change the hearts around to up here Mm -hmm. so when you have the gut feeling it's your spleen area which creates the black bile which is yin and yang Mm -hmm. so in Chinese medicine the first area they check of your health is your spleen Mm -hmm. now the spleen this is amazing the spleen is a super organ so if the spleen is damaged it can break off and create a new bit spleen and regenerate. Now, if you told me that a year ago or three or four years ago, I would not have believed that. But no, when you look that. when you look into the spleen, it is a super being. When we have our gut feeling and our spleen, this is our heart. This is where all our, our, our decisions are made. So if we can take those decisions and then use our tool and be navigated by our spleen, mm-hmm. then we're, when we're, we're tapping into God's source energy, we're tapping into the higher self, we're tapping into the universe, the cosmos, and, and that's what that being is. That um, is so beautiful. And we're going to uh, have you get into that in, in the next part where we're talking about healing because that's an, a really important, uh, valuable teaching that you just said. Also, too, um, we have Gigi back, and I just want to let people know that uh, when you have a being like Gigi, she's constantly processing energies, and um, so a lot of times the yawning is not that she's tired. Yawning is a way for us to release process energy. There's just a lot of different things she's dealing with at the same time. You could probably say it better, Elsa, or... or (laughs) Gigi, when we uh, mentioned with when Marilee invited us to uh, join the audience with Gigi, Gigi and I got both we got quite <laughs> nervous. One, I was nervous for uh, the premiere of the beings, so I was excited for them because it is it's exciting. But with Gigi, it's how am I going to do this because I don't hold the information she channels the information she paints and draws it at that moment but she in where she's where she draws in her studio she is drawing four or five other beings so she's right now right now downloading those beings and holding space for those beings so for her to go go back back, it's not part of her um makeup to, right. to be handle it whereas for some reason I don't know what it is is just I'm yeah. a, like a clear conduit and I can take yeah. on that being and I can take on that being but I can't do what Gigi does either right. so so it's a really all... good it's a really good team here and that was really important to explain to people but again uh by your audience seeing how this is happening they realize that we're human Mm-hmm. They realize that we have sure. different ways of dealing with things and it brings a normality to it. It brings, um, oh, well, that's how they do it. And that's how that 
person does it and that's how that child does it and that's how they interpret it and she's not doing the whole lot by herself she's got a bit of that she's got a bit of and it, it just by others seeing that I think I think will really ignite others so the next entity you offered forth is Ka I think that's how you pronounce it an angelic being this being car came through and the word that uh, Gigi kept, because sometimes Gigi will, they say words to her out loud mm -hmm. and she kept writing this word morrow, morrow, morrow. And um, morrow is a point of land. And I went, oh, this is instantly pyramid connection. Uh, but I didn't see that when I was looking at the being. But as soon as they started saying morrow, she said essence in the core of morrow and this um instantly made me realize that uh, to make a pyramid work they would go into the center and they had to have a liquid mm -hmm. and some beings chose blood some beings chose water and other um civilizations chose the temple their, their, their temple as the 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 holder of the the liquid but they inside the temple you have to have the liquid and temple meaning the body or the temple meaning the, the pyramid temple meaning yeah like your avatar so oh, okay the body yeah so you you can have whichever one you want you can to activate a pyramid it just has to have the the water in it because the water the blood the liquid holds all the Akashic records or the light language or, mm -hmm. and that was how you uh, ignite um, the energy of the pyramids. And as soon as all this information starts coming through, as you can see the, the energy working around this being, uh, it's a very beautiful looking being and they keep showing us the lotus flower and opening the up. lotus flower opening up when the light hits the lotus flower it opens up like us as humans and um the more that we can open up and light up and allow the sunlight to come through us the more the flood of sky of foreigners will come a flood in the sky of foreigners right so spacecraft, ETs, everything. Yep. Yep. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they're speaking in uh, uh, mm -hmm. their languages, so they don't, they, they speak of um, Kush and Ka. Mm -hmm. And as I understand, Kush and Ka is how they uh, speak of Africa and Asia. K-U-S-H and K-H-A-R. Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, this particular being is more affiliated with Kosh Kingdom, Kosh placement, which I'm feeling Africa. this. Is. And this being has uh, spoken of um, when the mind is dirty or messy or unclear the gift is still there hmm. it just it's still there 
So when I see this being and it comes through in this way, because Gigi said that this being is very tall, so it's very angelic feeling when you, I feel angelic when I look at this being and then they're telling me the gift is still there. They're supporting us through. It's, it's a, it's a lovely the knowing, way. The knowledge, the gifts, all yeah. of it. And they, they understand, they understand that we are in this form, but they keep reminding us. They're, rem they're reminding us. And once you can become like the lotus flower, and sometimes the lotus flower doesn't open up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it wants to stay in bed and just <laughs> pull the covers over your head. <laughs> but, but the flood of in the sky for foreigners will come once you open up. But you you have to open it up. Yes, you, you have to go into the pyramid and ignite the pyramid. The pyramid doesn't do it by itself. The pyramid needs a a being to go in there and start her up. <laughs> Let's go to the next one, Ashkina. So with Ashkina, he has a very strange look about him. It was kind of, it was um, probably uh, it's not disturbing, but just different for our our energy to um, understand. Yes. Um, he's very strong and forceful. Mm -hmm. He The reason being is when you realise his role and what he is capable of, you go, oh, well, okay, now I understand why he looks that way. Ash Kenar came, he's very strong and forceful. He gave Gigi a piercing ear when she was drawing him. Very piercing, her ear. Piercing sound to the ear. Uh -huh. Yeah, but also an ache. I think for a whole day she just did not much, um, just walked around holding her ear and then she realised that it wasn't her that was unwell again because mm -hmm. you forget and then she realises that it, this is a transmission. So she starts painting and then it, it eases. Mm -hmm. He's connected with um, the magnetic sphere of Jupiter energy. So when you start realizing that, you go, whoa, because the size of Jupiter. He came through and asked us to do a huge um, Pleiadian and East Islander um, mountaintop clearing. Uh, it it took a few days to do and we had to drive um, a long way, <laughs> I think six or eight hours wow. on mountain top on mountaintops. We left at 1 or 2 a.m. with the little girls and uh, we did clearings at these uh, Pleiadian connected with the stars and also connected with Easter Island. He gave us the directions. Um, it was connected with the seven sisters in the sky, the seven sisters. Uh, once we were able to understand the, the mantra beings, the M's, he was able to come through, but it was like we, unless we were able to get them, 
he wasn't yeah. able to come through. So it was like it's an insectoid energy a little bit. And yeah, it was like yeah. we had to we had to really lift up to accept his energy. Um I remember sketching him and then I did some astronomy. I was studying astronomy and I found this one galaxy that looked exactly like his face. Uh, did we have the name of it? Oh. Got the name of it. It's, it's um and he's a consists of uh we've actually got the name of where he is from. Yeah. He helped create or he is part of NGC 5189 Spiral Galaxy Nubla. Wow. And when you go on there and look at different visions of it, you actually can see his face or you'll feel it. Wow. And we've had we've shown other people this being and they've gone, wow. <laughs> wow. That's so yeah. It, it's because uh, it gives me goosebumps just talking about him kind of what you were saying is like when a creator is creating a galaxy or universe or something um uh, it takes on the imprint of its essence and it's so it was so interesting that you said the galaxy looks like his face yeah like, it's like identical <laughs> yeah like the so shape of it and everything yeah. and then look at the quality in the eyes you know that that kind of it Marvel. looks like an opal stone, a fire yeah. opal. I think we um we got gifted from overseas a lady these opals, and that's when it like came through. It's like connecting through the crystal opal, and I think we found an opal around here that he was connecting through us with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because the the eyes really remind me of uh, one of my favorite stones. It's called a fire opal. Yeah, they're beautiful. It has those like pinks and yeah. reds and blues and whatever so interesting mm. really powerful being um what else do we have on him sorry he gets me every time i always have a coughing attack when i speak of ash kennel do you know why because he's he's intense <laughs> <laughs> I was just I was just saying to Gigi, the eyes remind me of fire opals. And mm. she said, um, tell, tell her what you said about the crystal opal. When we got gifted those opals. Yeah. And he is connecting with yeah. the crystals. <laughs> cool. He um the the clearing and the grounding we did. Uh it was in lockdowns. And we had one window open to do before the solstice. Wow. And then the Australia went into two years of unable to go through. But they opened up the borders so that we could do it. Is this one a 12th dimensional or really ancient being? Or does it say anything about it's that? It's like um like royalty bloodlines and we like like a royalty bloodline? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the once we had done the the organ plant mm -hmm. and the clearings, he um went straight back into lockdown mm. within a day. Wow. We also had um 
on the locations that we would we would go to we had et encounters with um humanoid types and we were up a, a mountaintop at sunrise we had three wise beings turn up oh now i remember <laughs> yeah you remember right yeah, it was so odd like, yeah so tell but, us um, tell us about it Gigi. Oh, we're going up this we're just like in the middle of nowhere and we're on this mountain on a cliff and these three was it two guys with piercing blue eyes really fit and really tall yep and they were, <laughs> their energy was different and they were they were mountain climbing yeah yeah cliff climbing yeah and <laughs> i don't remember what they said i don't think dad and you think it was you and dad that were talking to him them yes and they were inspired by they kept looking at the little girls in their eyes yeah and, uh, it's funny because the little girls know they get in the bus and they're like they're different yeah and we go oh yeah yeah they can recognize the ets and the holographic display <laughs> what was before those two men though we were, we were on walking the... on the edge of the cliff out to the lookout point and then on the cliff, she was this lady with hair down to her, like, ink, was it her knees? Yeah, her, her hair went to her knees. What color? Brown hair. Dark brown. Okay. And the kids called her, the little ones called her, it's a Pocahontas ghost. Wow. And she. She's she, running along the edge of the cliff. She was running on the edge of the cliff with, and then she disappeared. So and uh, um, we all were because you she not only did she run on the edge of the cliff but she was completely off the track as well but she brushed past me as soon as I had finished the clearing like not even three or four seconds after we made eye contact we passed like that and then she walks off on there's no way you would walk on the edge of these cliffs. It's a sheer... Is that how she died? She didn't. I don't think she died. No, it was, it, she wasn't not a ghost. It was too yeah, 3D. The, the kids called her a ghost, but she was real. And Oh, this is a real. Okay, that's a different story than a ghost. Okay, so this was... But a the kids called her Pocahontas. She looks like a Pocahontas she ghost. Exactly. Okay. Like but okay. uh, she, she didn't have a ghost-like energy. She felt very real. And 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 wanted to make eye contact with us, and I think she smiled at a few of you, and then walked along the cliff edge. There is no way I would walk on that. And cliff then edge. disappeared, and yeah. disappeared into the bush, <laughs> until she disappeared like into the shadows of the bush, and um, so we were in shock at what had just happened, and then we get just get back off the track and these two other beings present with piercing blue eye no one else is around <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh they kept saying that that people were coming to meet them but no one was coming so <laughs> we just felt that um and they again it's the same thing they want to hear my voice and Richard's voice mm-hmm mm-hmm Yes. And once they hear my voice and Richard's voice and Richard will talk to them and then yeah. they and then it moves on and and then we're in the car scratching our heads going, what was all that about? 
Yeah. One of one of the locations though um was which we'll talk about more was um they call them Yowies here, but one of the That's locations good. that Ash Kenna gave us was a a Yowie location, but we didn't know a, a Sasquatch. A yeah. We didn't know it was a Yowie location until two years later after we had done this. So again, the clear. not knowing. So it gave you that location to help clear. But again, we didn't know. We just followed what the feeling and yes. then the information came later, two years later, for us to know that it was in. Yeah, it's, but what, what is really, really special is your family's commitment to follow what you get and actually do the work, the clearing, the things for Gaia. Yeah. Okay, because some people might get that, <clears throat> they might ignore it, they might go, it's too much work. Oh, I have to drive four, four hours, whatever. So you guys are very, very committed. It's part of your work here, huge part of the work. Well, you, you've seen with Ash Kenna, he's made me cough have a coughing attack three times in in our communications with him he's activated <laughs> and it's it is challenging sometimes taking on these beads but maybe this might sit someone might go hang on have i been channeling a being all this time yeah. i don't have an illness I must go through Gigi, unable to go through ginger like most beings the electric one yeah, this one connects with Speaking yeah ginger a lot with um the energy at the. So you have to explain ginger. So ginger Share connects. I can I sleep <clears throat> ginger in a room, and ginger and I hang out a lot. Our, our energies fit well together, and ginger has very electric electronic. Yes. Feeling yeah. to her, yeah, and this being came through. And this one's not like most beans. It's like a, what's the word? Uh, a light bean. Light bean. Okay. Yeah. And it's ginger. It worships ginger's energy. I ginger's energy is like a, almost like a god or something in their civil, I don't, their way of thinking or feeling. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. A lot of it. A lot of the time when they show us uh, how they interpret Ginger is um, they ball interpret her a, a big ball of moving uh, light or energy and a lot of beings will not go direct to Ginger. They stay well clear of her and we always used to tease her and say that they were afraid of her but they what they need is another... Um, <clears throat> terminal when they need to get information through ginger so what happens with ginger is they go through an appliance <laughs> right. Right. So, so they'll go through a fridge or they'll go through Gigi or a light or or a light source and it transduces it and then it can go to the human then it yeah. it, it, it the body also, without frying the body yes and it took us a long time to understand what was going on. Uh, but And because Gigi shares a room with Ginger, um, not only is Gigi getting her beings through, she gets Gingers as well. <laughs> so when Gigi, when, when Gigi yawns, she's uh, getting extra from Ginger. Oh. 
getting yeah. extra energy from ginger well extra beans coming through oh, coming through or ginger as well so it, it, it just seemed to not be able to get through ginger's uh yeah well she's uniquely way. wired for electrical force yeah yeah is it hard for ginger to have relationships are people scared of her ginger's very she's like, a le she's like the the she's um she's doll like she looks like a doll she's quite pretty she's um she gets a lot of attention she uh, yeah if anything she probably is magnetic yeah her, oh uh, okay yeah but um literally literally <laughs> um, but uh, we have to be wary of her on electrical storms uh-huh she can get burned out really uh, quickly and she burns out quickly uh she was we we can have if there's an electrical storm we all know to tell ginger to get inside and not go too close to her because she does attract lightning she's had it we've had it Happened to Jet. Had to walk Jet, down Jet, the bus. Jet got a, nearly electrocuted. Like the bolt came, like not even like two meters next to Jet. Mm. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So it's. And Jet it's, is one of the sons. Um, yeah. And is Ginger's brother. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. So that's so that's so interesting. Um, you know, there are films about people who have unusual abilities. One guy's a magnetic guy and. Uh, silverware just sticks to him you know there's so many of these interesting beings come through with different uh, experiences but this one so this one felt very connected to ginger electrically mm -hmm. and magnetically her energies like an or those emf organs yeah how they the energy reverses yeah how does the um, it transmutes and shifts to a new course, new direction, orbit, or grounding? And uh, there's something about rainbow, rainbow light. Mm -hmm. And so when you look at a rainbow, that rainbow is all water codes. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> now those water codes are holding light that's colored right i mean to me i can't get more magical than a rainbow because <laughs> it's not only holding light water codes it's an it's an arc holding all those codes mm -hmm. hmm. and uh as an oracle rainbows are um very important messages where they land how yes. they occur over the land yes <clears throat> their shape yes yeah so when you say um reverses frequencies especially electrical similar to emf orgones can you explain that a little more reversing frequencies means what um how <laughs> so with emf as i understand it uh it's say it's spinning this way sometimes that orbit doesn't suit this frequency's orbit so it's spinning this way uh -huh. when you reverse the spin on emf 
So mm-hmm. you start slowly moving it the other way. Then you actually become empowered because you actually not only have acknowledged that you have done that, but you're starting to reverse the spin on it. Mm-hmm. And what was interesting for me is I always would notice um people would talk about emf and the damage that it does which it's done to some family members of ours so we're very aware of it so these electromagnetic fields affect nature mm-hmm. but i have been noticing over the last two or three four years since all the towers have been going up that the birds are adapting and they're nesting now this reminds me of the chernobyl wolves Yes. How they've adapted to the radioactive. And become better. So we're adapting to all the things that are happening in our environment. And there are a lot of things that we do not want to happen in our environment, but they are happening to us. Mm -hmm. But we are adapting. So the more and more we're adapting to it, the more and more overcoming, we're reversing the spin. And this being that's presented to ginger and with rainbow energy is saying that that rainbow energy is all our chakras inside reversing the spin on them okay what's going on are you unwell is your environment unwell let's reverse reverse it and uh that's another healing so it's an attempt reversing is a way of coming back into in the way you're using it is coming back into a spin cycle that neutralizes more imbalance and negative effect yep and then once you're in that state you're in that uh you so you come back to being a neutral state then the rainbow colors start shining through okay yeah yeah so it's a way of very very interesting Mm. when i look at that being i want to keep looking at that being especially her eyes Mm mm-hmm and uh, I think that's uh, important to say is that these beings, they draw you in to what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And then you can, when now when I've explained all that to you, you can feel that that's kind of what that being is doing in the picture. That is an important point because each one of these cards is in a form like a portal. Yeah. To their essence, right? Yeah. So let's go to um, the golden group. this will be kind of the last unusual being then we'll do a couple of nature kind of connected beings but this one's the golden group so this one this is a very interesting story Gigi had quite a few but i just wanted to double check um is this the one where we had the big craft? Yeah. Okay. Well, like you this, explain. Wait, was it it? It was a really big storm about to happen. Yes. It was huge. And we, we were in the middle of it, but the storm was like surrounding us and we weren't getting hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we were inside. I think we're all talking in the lounge room. And we heard all these really weird noises. Like, oh, 
How do you explain the noises? There were like like a a, a, like a, a pulse, a pulse drumming sort of noise, getting louder and louder, louder. and louder. But it wasn't just one; it was it was, um, it was like thirty noises going off at once. So it 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 sounded a bit like a, a war feeling. Mm-hmm. So uh, Richard, we all run outside. We all go outside. And we look up and there's about 30 different crafts of red lights pulsing. Yeah, like um, infrared. Whoa. Yeah, pulsing and moving around. But there was one different coloured one that stepped in. And then mm. I think they chased it off. There was a military. Right intervention so there was which had completely different energy to the red ones and then once this was chased off they all went that way which was west and one stuck around for a while yeah one sort of hovered around for a bit and then uh the storm kind of hit it got everywhere in the area it was a devastation storm. We went for reason. We had no idea that the storm had had such an effect we didn't until we took the kids. We were taking the kids on the bus the next day to school, and because you we were, were attached, the, you were in touch. We were driving country. and we left the farm. So our farm was two hundred acres. So it's quite a big farm. We, as we left the farm, we started realizing all the trees that were down, but the trees weren't, they weren't normal how they were cut. Like. Normally, if a tree in a storm falls, it t- falls from the roots. These trees were cut all at the same length, all at the same height, like a laser. The weapon, yeah. The weapon. And Richard was, we, we took photos of this because it was, it was very bizarre. And power was out everywhere except for our house. <laughs> and we get we're driving and there's debris everywhere. All trees are sliced on certain yeah. points. Yep. And we started talking to people around, and it was all um, clean up people with uh, chainsaws. It, all all businesses were shut down. So we came home. This is February we, 2021. February yeah. 12, 2021. Okay. We were, and we uh, knew that. The gold, Gigi just said instantly, we were protected. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've we've had this feeling happen before on other storms with us. And we've also had this happen just recently with um, Miami, with uh, Hurricane Ian. We had uh, two or three people that we're talking with there who were in the worst areas and they described exactly like how we have just described the storm they would walk through the streets and people the neighbors would come up to them and say the same thing why is your house not damaged why hasn't this happened and they said they felt like they had our energy protection around them as well similar to this scenario and I'm I'm sharing this story because we're here in Australia and they're over there in Miami how is this possible but it is possible because i'm telling you that we've experienced it mm-hmm. it's a first-hand experience one-on-one with me and with somebody else they've explained it exactly the same 
it's happened so if it's happened and it's happened to us it's possible so i have a question here because um there's lots of practices using um energy beam weaponry um so you're saying that the this sounds like it was a military weather manipulation game yes oh definitely <laughs> okay but when you said red ones and one blue one which one was the protect the one there so a bunch of military are chasing off the good one that was here doing some protection so we had all the red ones and there was a diff there was two different other ones they they weren't the military they were two like the two the two were the two, military. yeah there were two blue ones and there was it was like 15 red ones and then there was a military plane that came over and then the the blue ones it would hang down really low and these two blue ones went after and chased the military craft yeah <laughs> i'm we're out in okay, the so, so we're seeing all this at night over us but nothing you can't have storms well, they're going to do their tests for a bunch of reasons but one is they're going to do their tests where it's not populated hmm. and so you're we, in a very unpopulated area so they can get away with a lot of the stuff yeah well the other thing is that uh you know we'll we'll come on and richard will check because he's you know keeping an eye on for the family and nothing no one no one will talk about it but yet we've all witnessed it and it's happened. So <clears throat> people say, well, you have no proof. I'll say, well, how much proof do you need? There's 10 of us seeing this with our own eyes. Could have been something out of Pine Gap there. Yeah. Operation. Their weather manipulation they've done forever, forever. Yes. So, yeah. uh, and, and at least 80% of what we've seen the last five years with hurricanes and stuff has been manipulation yes so, and, and and we understand we actually yeah. we do we understand but that. what was cool is that you were protected mm -hmm. you know the calm in the in the storm yeah but uh it was a definitely a test and nature was took it's a, a test of nature yeah you see it a lot most people are oblivious about weather manipulation so mm. so you know but it's an amazing story of protection and guidance were your horses okay yeah we the horses are, they freaked out of it the horses they freaked out but um again no trees were down on our whole farm wow. <laughs> okay it, it, it's, it's beautiful just... it's beautiful the protection yeah but you also your family is so dedicated to gaia herself and and the ascension process and and doing the best you can possibly do so if any family deserves you know and also who you are which we'll, well get into I, later well these seeing these things happen in front of you before your family uh and and you we we're part of it we didn't have a choice we didn't ask for it to happen we didn't ask to hear those noises but we were alert enough to hear the noises, go outside, a, a witness what was happening, Gigi drawing the beams, 
So all these acknowledgements, as well as uh, Richard then acknowledging with other beings, so making pupil contact. Mm -hmm. So it, it's it's happening. These things are happening, but uh, it doesn't have to be as um, scary. I guess right. it's not as scary. They su they support they support that. Well, it's important though to break ignorance so that you're aware, so you can use discernment. Yeah. Right. So, and sound is manipulating. Sound was probably their um, their whole machine wiring up to fire. But yeah, without without fear. But it's a beautiful story of protection. So, all right. So, whoo hoo. So, anything else with the golden group? Um, it, it's interesting with the golden group how there are so many again species working together and I think they mentioned in the golden group that five are that have been encountered by humankind over the years but the others are not so the others don't need acknowledgement they're there to support those five so species. five beings of the golden group. Five species of the golden group. So they're all different, 15 different types of species or makeups and how they get along to for a common goal. So what is, so this goal, so then you start to think, what's the goal? Why are they coming? So you've got all these species, all these other beings watching us or helping us, assisting us. I mean, how can you feel alone with all that? You can't. Unless you want to keep denying. denying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the golden group refers to anything in particular, or is it just go by the golden group? I, I feel that uh, Gigi called them the golden group because that's how it made us feel. Yeah. We felt, we felt at this this golden protection around us it was a really nice feeling i think gigi yes. actually named them the golden group yes. for her sheer appreciation for that whole experience yes. <laughs> very different yes that makes sense to me it's a beautiful story okay let's get into the last kind of three lighter ones that people have heard about and the first one is the sasquatch Huh. which you have had many experiences of on your land. And I've studied them for about 15 years and they're amazing. So <laughs> what stories would you like to share? And what have you found out about the Sasquatch? Well, should we say what we call Ginger? No, um, we, 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 um, the first one we had was man of the land. And uh, the boys took the drone up and the boys were droning around our house and then they looked down and on the the land you see the man of the land. In the river shaped like a man. On the land. Like a giant. Oh, okay. Like a giant. So it's like it's been printed into the land. Yes. So then we started understanding about giant energy. Jet then started working on farms in areas where uh, in Australia they are renowned for Yowies. And the locals will not talk about it. They've had enough. The Indigenous don't talk about it because 
they're sacred. They don't want them hunted. Yeah, but people have recordings of them through the, the bush. So then you have the Yowies or that version of the Yowies. You, so you have the giant ones, you have the mountain ones, you have the Yowies. And, and what happens is we find is uh, they all get pushed into one, right. one category again. So, uh, but they all have, they're, they're like, well, we have a different, per we're not them, we're these, we're these ones. We, we act like this, we act like this, you know. So the, um, the, the Yowie ones, we've done uh, the ground clearings with, as we talked about before with Ash Kenner. Uh, so we already had this connection. Just as uh, we were leaving our old farm, they started seeing footprints. And the, the footprints that the girls found were... This big. How big? Show the... Like, that big. Mm. Oh, really big. <laughs> and we're finding them on the creek beds. Yeah. And uh, they, they took me the next day to see them and they, they're big. They're really big. And as uh, I did a clearing, as in appreciation or a grounding, I looked down and I picked up the hugest waterline agate that I've ever found, which the girls were very impressed. And on this, <laughs> on this agate is a, uh, a pharaoh, an Egyptian pharaoh, sitting up from the tomb. I've got a picture of it. I and it's 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 a beautiful stone. It's a wakening stone. Wow. On a, a water line level line. So alignment of the water code, Acacia records, and the uh the the mummy or the pharaoh is sitting up, awakened. The sleeper has awakened, which comes back to Dune. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeper has awakened. There's a um, there's a man who's wonderful, and he actually has a Sasquatch DNA in him, and um, he's written several books. And there's a little quote that's just simple by Kamuth, the Sasquatch elder brother, which is quote: "When your people will come to treat each other as equals, and all life is important and sacred." They will start to be ready to reconnect with other two leggeds like my people and the star elders. Wow. <laughs> that's really that well, that's how I feel. I feel that that was one of the messages from the other beings is that uh, a flood will come in the sky of foreigners. Mm -hmm. They will. Yes. It has we have to be at a certain frequency for that to happen. Where you don't and worship them or freak out. You don't do yeah. the two polarizations, right? <laughs> Give away your power and worship them or freak out with fear. <laughs> yeah. The other um, thing we had is uh, uh, someone in the USA said to us, maybe for these uh, giant ones, you need to do something before you leave the area that you're in. And I couldn't think of anything. And they said, uh, in the USA, there's a gentleman who, uh, when he connects with the Sasquatch, he has blue marbles. They leave yes. blue marbles for him everywhere. 
And I had never heard of that. And so I was telling Jeannie before I could even finish the story with Jeannie, Jeannie said, oh, yes, we've got marbles from them. And I've got, wow. <laughs> why didn't you tell me? She goes, I did tell you, you just didn't listen. And I was like, I, well, I'm sorry that I didn't listen. <laughs> and she they said, love presents. Yeah. And yeah. I said, so do you have those blue marbles? Uh-huh. And she says, I have one left. And I said, well, I think we're meant to take that back. And as soon as we took it back, within probably an hour of us doing the taking back, and it's not this big deal. We just take the thing back and say thank you and move on our way, go on our day-to-day things. Uh-huh. Within an hour of that, everything shifted. Uh, everything that was on hold for us moved ahead very quickly. Yes. Within an hour. Because you accept it. Mm. But it was like, again, we've uh, acknowledged. Give and receive. Give and receive. Yeah. And that means a lot to them. Yeah. There are people who've been able to communicate and they love food, but they have saved saved people's lives in attacks against dogman hybrid soldiers and all kinds of stuff. They have saved people's homes and stuff. So Mm. they're... we were, we were we were in awe of that uh, moment, and and I guess again those confirmations they just keep confirming. So we just know that we just have to, even though we don't know, just keep doing what we don't know, but just trust that we will know one day. Maybe <laughs> we will know. It just don't have to know right now. You don't have to have all the right. answers right. A common thing they'll do, depending on your land, is they will make carns of stacked stones for you uh they will bring little little goodies and stuff and they their big thing is they love food that it's hard for them to get like fruits and different things oh my god they're going to be your your best friends (laughs) (laughs) you got to be careful because you're going to start something (laughs) planting trees yeah start planting more trees Fruit trees for them. <laughs> well, you know, fruit will anything. I mean, they'll do anything because they're omnivores, but um, you know, they really like trees. Try chocolate. That works with every species. No, no, that's for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they'll tell if you share from your heart. Uh, I hear. <laughs> okay, let's finish with two more. Some stories about um swimming with the sirens and what you find and how you communicate and all of that so the sirens we have had come up a lot and we have saltwater sirens and freshwater sirens and they're very connected with the indigenous of indigenous peoples of australia and uh they have guided us to key points to do water clearings and um again through the lockdowns those small windows of time, they have given us specific locations to go to. They were sacred sites, but at the time we didn't know they were sacred sites. Um, they just took us there. Uh, Richard uh, was great. He, he takes us to these locations and we go and do our thing and then we head back home and these sirens gift us things. The little girls can go underwater and hear them. And sometimes they'll hear them. Sometimes they'll see them. 
Sometimes they'll dance with them underwater. Our eldest daughter, Gemma, who is not home a lot because she's 20 and being a 20-year-old, she's not here, she's out doing her thing. She has talked about the same locations where the little girls have seen the saltwater sirens. She's been at the, the beach and seen them go in the water. So she's seeing them from the outside looking down into the water. So is she seeing them literally 3D or more advanced, higher vibration sites? 3D. Gemma seems to see it 3D. I and do they show up as a mermaid look? Uh, she described it as a uh, like a white silk underwater moving through, but like lots of uh, veils of white silk moving through the water. And she said it moved through once and she was with her boyfriend at the time and she said, did you see that? And he saw the tail end of it and he said, oh, what was it? What do you think it was? Well, she said what she thought it was and her boyfriend's like, Ugh. <laughs> Anyway, then the second time it went the other way. So we always find they like to like to do this they do two or three just to make sure that you uh -huh. you get it right uh -huh. and so uh -huh. I came through the other way she said and then he acknowledged it so and he's not an acknowledger so uh that was a big step that's a in, big step in their relationship as well uh, to for him to acknowledge that uh so that was a big awakening for him uh, which was interesting because he had she had to hold the space for the being yes. the siren to present yes. so um, the other thing the little girls will be uh, swimming and they'll hear a calling and then they'll go down and they'll pick up a crystal and it will be a geo geode or a opal what else uh, pyrite pyrite um, they've had small, tiny little pieces of gold, um, lots of opal at the moment, white opal and quartz, lots of quartz mm. and borderline agates. They come up and you and you say to them, how did you find that? And they, they're like, oh, they told us. <laughs> they told us. They go over there and get that. Go over there and get that. And, but you look in the water and not always is the water clear, but they they know to go there and wow. and they're quite comfortable putting their hand between rocks like it's not something I would really feel yeah. comfortable doing because it's crayfish, crayfish and eels yeah. and, but the girls have no fear they know that they're safe and guided and they'll just they're doing what they're told to do and bring it up and and then they show it to the other girls and they're like that's the biggest one of the day <laughs> Joy's Jeannie. Jeannie, the younger one. Always gets the biggest one. <laughs> so, you know, little, Gigi will find one. Like, oh, my God, I look how beautiful this, this is. And Jeannie will come and say, look at this one. <laughs> Just walk off. But Jerry often can always step forward and show off that she's the oldest oversoul. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's very true. Yeah, Jerry, that's where Jerry comes in. Every, everyone's got their thing going. Here. Everyone's got their thing. So can, does she ever actually touch the siren in 3D? Like, do they ever exchange? I know it's they kind touch. of amorphous. 
There's um, there recently have been uh, there's also the dancing ladies they call them. So there's all different versions. The deltas, uh, different versions of the sirens come through. The dolphins, the The dolphin ones. Um, and when the girls say they swim with them, they dance around them. Yes. And they've shown them caves, underwater caves and tunnels, and uh, that they know that no matter how much they call them, they're not allowed to go into the caves or tunnels. We've we've given them strict instruction. We've seen, we've gone to water holes here where we live and teenage boys will go down from, they jump from the waterfall, dive down into the tunnel and then they pop up through that underground cave up. And don't come out for 10 minutes. And don't come out for like 10 minutes. It's not a, I, I, I just said, look, I really don't want you doing that. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's a intense. So the, um, what about the myths of sirens call you and you disappear? They... They play with our little girls, but uh, there is, I know there's the mother energy that comes over mm-hmm. and I don't know how to describe it, but um, I call it a, a covenant over the children and there's a, a certain level they're allowed to come and interfere and then that's, and then, then now you're going to step into my energy and I don't really There's have to a good chance about... if you went in one of their caves, you wouldn't come out. Yeah. Well, we've been well... to locations with Richard, Gigi and I, and Gigi and I walked up and it was um huge dragon lion type head like rocks. Caves were huge. Huge rocks. And Richard stayed down by the car because he did not feel comfortable where we were because it was out. In the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and we went up. And he said it was like being in the movie. Narnia. Was it Narnia? Narnia or Outlander. Mm. He was so concerned that we had just disappeared and he kept calling because he kept wanting to hear our voice. Mm. Um, and then, and then a you being You think you went through up. a per- portal or did you just go into a we, cave or what? We were touching all these huge rocks. Huge were... rocks. And oh, we like were, like almost like a Stonehenge portal. Yeah, yeah they were like bigger than the roof. But you and, weren't in uh, the water; you're on the land. Yeah, we're on the land, is, touching yeah. all these huge. Oh, rocks. whoa! You went through yeah. a portal, probably. And uh, Richard kept calling our names because he knew that uh, he he knew that that was probably a porthole there. That. Yeah. And I feel that that type of porthole is where the mountain beings or the giant ones or the Yowies travel through because the locals and the indigenous speak of beings. They go through here and then they're there. Yeah, they can do that. They also can phase shift and go invisible. Yeah. Depending on the group. That's a really normal thing where they're still there. It's always the adolescent males of any species that, that you get the most opportunity to meet because they'll take the biggest chances. <laughs> yeah. Which is... <laughs> Until they get spanked. <laughs> <laughs> they'll come and go, hi. <laughs> Can I borrow your toothbrush? <laughs> 
you think I'm kidding. Uh, when you have a connection with them, there's all these kind of respectful things. But if you go hiking, you come back to your tent, a lot of stuff's taken, not in a bad way, like just, you know, toothbrush. <laughs> yep. The necessaries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, well let's let's do the last one, which is in the fairy worlds or the fae worlds. And Gidget had done a drawing of a zygote. Oh, the zygote. See, we don't class zygote as a fairy being. It's a well, you classed it as zygote fae-like, right? Fae-like, yeah. But I think yeah. it had AI to it too, or yeah. some, some unusual thing. Oh yeah, because it was it had um it was from the Masonic era. Yeah. Which is the age of the dragons. And uh I know I know that you know a lot about dragons and uh they have the vision of three hundred and sixty degrees. Now But that's what our that's souls what do it's amazing right 360 degrees you've never had that in your body so i i i can feel feel around but i to see is um because to me feeling and then seeing seeing is um it is it's more 3d whereas when you feel it it's uh it's lighter yes. but it, it the way I loved how this being described himself is he's steering his neurons. <laughs> Whoa. Steering his neurons. Um, Whoa, that's cool. What? Uh, he, so because he can see all the vision, he he's quick to analyze because it, it's been innate in him for, since he was, you know, created He's quick to out analyze elements and their characteristics. So um, his speed in uh, understanding frequencies is super, super fast. Mm. Yeah, and so a master of movement. So he can move at any direction. So, I, I, so I, I, I understand this being and then I go, so he can move in any direction at any moment without Almost like yeah. a hummingbird. Yeah. Like so a hummingbird wings, right? So uh to be able to move in any direction. Like when you when you start to think of all these things, you go, wow. So it, it really makes your mind open up. Um shredding vortexes. So the movement is similar to shredding vortexes. So I'm taking that it because of the way and the speed that it moves, he can shred the vortexes. So he's actually moving so fast and can interpret everything so fast. He can move anywhere he wants really fast. So when you hear people saying that um, a being is there and then it's there, he's going to be one of those beings that does that technique um and i'm i'm probably sure they've got that downloaded somewhere <laughs> oh, yeah. they do they have ai uh flyers and all kinds of things that they used yeah. way back in 1961 and 71 at the treaties yeah. way back then because i keep getting 
fluid dynamics, so aerodynamics and hydrodynamics. So we're talking every movement is just yeah. um that it, and the uh, the other one that uh I didn't know anything about was cyborg technologies. Mm, yes. And they're, they're watching the progress of us. Yes. They are both organic but they also have biometatronic body parts in this being. So I don't know if, I don't know if they've, um, I think I feel this beings probably just keeps ascending and adding to themselves. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Uh, they assist, they, they've come to us to assist us if we're having poor direction or stability. Ooh. Okay. Um, they assist us in maximum displacement and instability. So um, they come through with uh, new insights positive outcomes and basically they rebalance our equilibrium position mm. so through them being able to do it all <laughs> they can they can help assist us in this so we and, can call we can call in a zygo zygo z-y-g-o <laughs> a zygo yeah if you can't um, find your car in the parking lot yeah <laughs> huh. and, uh, they're independent beings they're not uh they're not working with anyone they just work within their uh species they're quite um it's not that they don't want to work with anyone they just do their own thing Amazing. so some beings they seem to interact with others whereas some just but they're definitely watching us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, the same thing, watching us. Why uh -huh. they want to learn something from what we're doing. Well, we're grand, we're grand time TV because of the experiment to see what happens here. Mm. Yeah. So many, so many species are, are watching us. Well, you've been so, so generous. This has been a huge introduction to 300 over 300 drawings that they have mostly from Gigi and thank you so much Gigi for your patience for enduring with your lack of sleep for for um sharing the wisdom in all the ways and you guys make a great tag team it's really sweet <laughs> good you step forward <laughs> And so you can go back to sleep in a couple minutes. Go back to sleep, baby. <laughs> so wow. anyway, thank you so much. Truly, um, really, really appreciate it. And um, let's get to contact info. Gigi, do you want them to have any contact with you or just give your mom's uh, contact info? Very yeah. else's contact, yeah. Yeah, through, it's the family's contact. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Con yeah, contact at um, spinbeings.com. Okay. And also, do you want to tell people about your one-on-one -on -one intuitive sessions you offer? Yeah, they've been amazing. Uh, the the one-on-ones um, 
have no formula. That is the formula, is there is no formula. Basically, uh, with the sessions, uh, we meet with somebody in a Zoom and they explain why they're meeting with me, us. I let them know that it's not just me, it's the whole family involved in their meeting, even though I'm only presenting. And then we uh, see what prevails. Sometimes beings come through, sometimes it's oversouls, sometimes it's inner voices, it's sometimes it's just healing their land, inner child. Uh, sometimes the girls have something for them, which is quite amazing. Uh, and it 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 seems to work. Sometimes they're they're healing dental, they're healing relationships. And they, I, I honestly do not have any rules. I just go, let's sit down and. Well, that's the ultimate trust. You're in the moment and see what comes forward. And you guys do great family teamwork. You really yeah. do. Yeah. It, it really, it's, it's beautiful to see how you all blend and work together. Yeah. On a good day, right? <laughs> <laughs> When there's chocolate in the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So also, folks, um, why don't you share about your Oracle being cards, of which people got to see a couple pictures that Gigi's drawings are on. So you're you you're devising and creating a Oracle being cards. So we Oracle have, cards on beings with different beings. We have uh 44 oracle cards and they're all in the process they're in the process and um we're about to launch them through the site and they will assist you through your day-to-day -day with what your state of ascension is and they will assist you with what you're going through or about to go through and a lot of the time you don't know what's about to to happen and they're there and they'll 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 give you information you might be able to be triggered into downloading or healing or um aware of something so that when you're out and about you then have the message from that being in you and each person that looks at the beings as i've noticed with you today each one touches you differently mm -hmm. it has it it brings forth something different and uh this is what Gigi today will realize because up until this point she has not seen reactions mm. to her portraits well brave girl and it's an honor Gigi. really it's an honor to meet you <laughs> And I promise I won't go like this or touch you. <laughs> Elsa will be sharing all her brilliance and hints for parents on how to raise your children so that they do not lose their abilities, which is their divine right, as well as providing a deeper understanding and practical assistance on how to heal yourself, which everyone could use. So please like and subscribe and share our galactic family with others to help broaden their horizons. And thank you for your patience, your graciousness, and your curiosity for broadening your perspective to embrace 
the beginning of a huge infinite galactic family. Especially for those that feel you don't have any family or alone, just wait. <laughs> so until then, onwards and upwards. And thank you, Elsa. Thank you.